Welcome back to the R Pro Show, powered by the R Pro Academy. My name's Jeffrey Long, and it's good to have you back with us. And this week, I have a confession to make. I messed up. For a long time, I did not read all the words of the contract, and I messed up, specifically with how assignments are handled in real estate contracts under the form contracts from the real estate commission. Yeah, I totally messed this up. I missed something and this is really important. And I want to highlight this because recently we actually had a real estate licensee who, you know, there were a number of things going on in this case, but one of the things that they were sanctioned for by the real estate commission and found to be in violation is because they also handled assignments wrong. So what am I talking about here? Well, there are a lot of circumstances where a buyer in particular may want to assign a real estate contract. And that could happen for any number of reasons. What we usually see is that you've got somebody who is buying a house and they've you know, entered into that contract under their name, and perhaps it's an investment property. And so they're going to form an LLC and they're going to assign their contract to that LLC. So instead of me, Jeff Long, buying the house, it may be GLLLC that's buying the house instead to hold that as an investment property. And it may not even be an investment property, but that's a common area where we see this type of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing inappropriate about that. Uh, but we have also seen, particularly in the wholesaling context, where People have entered into contracts and then they've sold that contract to somebody else and they've assigned it to them. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky because we have to be very careful about what the words of the contract say. And this is something that I missed. So let me back up and, and start with the full story and how I messed up. Now, luckily, I didn't get in trouble with the real estate commission and I didn't actually assign any contracts, but I just had a misunderstanding of how this actually worked because a question came to me once and it was, you know, if we assign the contract as a buyer, do we have to get the seller's approval? So do all parties have to sign off on it? So I started doing research about the assignability of contracts and how that would work. And I arrived at the conclusion that there is a presumption that a contract can be assigned unilaterally. And by unilaterally, we mean one party can do it without the approval of the other party. That's sort of the default rule. So generally speaking, if you've got a contract and the contract doesn't speak to the issue, then you can assign it, you know, in most cases, right? And so by default, you would be able to take a sales contract as the buyer and assign it to your LLC that you formed or to another party. Perhaps somebody else is going to step in and buy instead of you. You would be able to do that without approval. That's what I thought. And then I read the contract a little bit closer and I realized I had messed up. And I'll tell you, this is like the biggest fear as a lawyer for me is being asked to read something and then realizing or maybe not realizing actually that I've missed something. And then you go on down the road a ways and later you find out what you missed and it kind of gives you a heart attack, right? Have you ever had that situation happen? This was one of those for me. So I'm reading the contract and I didn't even notice it. I'm thinking the real estate contract doesn't address assignments. And so by default, you can assign the contract without approval. Well, I was wrong. When you get to the very beginning of the contract, in that first 
kind of big introductory paragraph in the real estate contract from the real estate commission, turns out it actually addresses assignments. And I had missed it for a really long time and I didn't know that. So luckily, you know, nothing ever happened as a result of me not knowing it. But once I learned it, it's like, this really needs to be aware for everybody else out there so they get this right. And this was particularly striking to me when I saw late last year, the Real Estate Commission found somebody in violation specifically for assigning a contract that was unassignable based on that first paragraph in the contract. So here we are again with another issue that wouldn't have necessarily imagined being a violation of the real estate code, but I understand why it is, right? We're the professionals. We're supposed to know what the contract says. That's what our clients expect us to do. We're just gonna go through the language here real quick about assignments to make sure that you fully understand how this works because you may have situations where this comes up. You may have had this in the past too, and maybe you didn't handle it right, but we're definitely gonna get it right in the future now. So check this out. It says, and it's at the very end, and it's now bolded, and the assignment section is even underlined that all prior verbal or written negotiations, representations, and agreements are superseded by the contract. Okay, that's got nothing to do with assignments. And this is one of my beef here. Like, I don't like that these two things are combined together. Um, I don't like where they are in the contract. I'm happy that they're in the contract and they're bolded and underlined now, but I would love to see these as their own paragraphs in the contract. Nevertheless, we now look at the second half of the sentence and may only be modified or assigned by a further written agreement of buyer and seller. Okay, may only be modified, so you can only change the contract once it's entered into by further written agreement of the buyer and seller, and it can only be assigned by a further written agreement of buyer and seller. That means the default rule of you can just assign the contract without approval doesn't apply here because the contract actually addresses it. The contract says you can't assign it unless both the buyer and the seller sign off on it. I missed this. This wasn't bolded. This wasn't underlined. So easy to miss at the end of that kind of wall of text right there in paragraph one. But this is why I always say, if you've ever had a contracts class with me, words matter. <laughs> this is a perfect example of that as to why it's important to know this, because here's what happened, right? In this other case before the real estate commission, again, they had a number of issues going on in that case that aren't really applicable, but the seller or somebody related to the seller files a complaint with the real estate commission. And one of the things that they find is that that buyer through this real estate professional assigned the contract even though it wasn't assignable without approval of the seller and the real estate commission found them in violation. So we don't want to go down that road of one, putting our clients potentially in breach of contract by assigning a contract that they can't and two, getting in trouble with the real estate commission because we helped them do that. So here's sort of the key takeaways for this. If you've got a buyer who wants to assign a contract, one, address it up front in the contract when you're entering into it. This is the easiest thing you can do is you can add a special provision to put the seller on notice that the buyer intends to assign the contract to perhaps even an unformed LLC at this point, and the seller already approves it. So you can address this up front. No big deal. Easiest way to handle it if you know up front. Now, if you don't know up front, then the second thing, the key takeaway here is that make sure that you get 
this approved by the seller. So you have to do an addendum that shows that the buyer is assigning the contract to the seller. I've heard tons and tons of stories where a seller shows up to closing and they go to deed the property over and there's a different name on the deed that they didn't expect to see. And they're like, what is this? This isn't who I sold my house to. They had no idea what was going on. Well, turns out not only is that a breach of contract by the buyer because it wasn't approved by the seller, but two, their agent could be in trouble with the real estate commission. That's not good. So again, keep that in mind, handle it up front in the special provisions if you know about it. If not, make sure you get it approved by the seller so that all the parties are on the same page and that you get that handled correctly. That's gonna keep you in compliance with the real estate code and it's gonna keep your client out of hot water and in being in breach of the contract. So I hope that was a helpful little piece. Um, again, I'm glad that this is bolded and underlined now, but understand what that means, that you can't change the contract and you can't assign it without that approval. Now that you know how to handle assignments correctly, like I mentioned, words matter, and there's so much in the contract here that we need to understand and not just memorize, but actually be able to understand. And if the language changes, we'd be able to understand it. So listen, we've got a really comprehensive, fantastic contracts course that is in the works. It's going to be coming out very soon. And this is going to be a four hour contracts course that you can take. And it's going to cover fundamental contract law, how to analyze contracts. And it's going to go through all of the contract forms from the real estate commission, all the key points that you need to know. If you're interested in checking that out when it comes out, head over to rpro.academy, sign up for our email list, and you'll get notice as soon as that contracts course is ready. And as a bonus, we're going to send you the RPRO transaction checklist that'll help you keep track of all the dates in the contract, help you keep track of all the milestones. You can give it to your client. Looks real nice. It'll help keep them on track as well and simplifies explaining the contract for them as well. So please head over to rpro.academy. We want to give you that free gift, the RPRO transaction checklist, and it'll get you on our list so that you know when that contracts course is going to drop, which I'm really excited about, I think you're going to love it. So look forward to that. And we'll see you next time right here on the R Pro Show.